Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a marriage and relationship podcast. Welcome back, family, to Beyond the Veil. We're back again. We are back again. Um, let's go. Let's hit it. Let's let's get into it. We're diving deep tonight. So we're we're getting um we are we're sort of springboarding off of um, our last episode about intimacy. And tonight we are going to talk about all things sex, all things sex. All right. Uh, now, because this is a mature topic, um, we ask that you not have any children in the room. <laughs> OK, just <laughs> not. Every, all right. So let's get into it. The, the whole concept of sex. Let's let's start here. OK, we're going to deal with everything in, in, a, in a very short time. But let's do Let's start here. Sex was God's idea. Right. Okay, so it's not a dirty, nasty thing. Um, when man got a hold to it and stepped outside of God's will, then it became that. But sex is God's idea. The primary, the primary environment—not the primary, the only environment that God sanctions um, uh, for sex—is the marriage bed in between a man and a wife. Okay, that's just biblical. That's where we are. All right, that's the environment. <clears throat> There's a verse that says that the marriage bed is undefiled. Um, I want to talk about that a little bit. All right. I want to, I want to go into that a little bit um, in, in, a, in a couple minutes, but I want to set the stage. The stage is that marriage between a man and a wife, husband and wife is God's only sanctioned environment for legal sex. Okay. The primary, the primary um, reason for sex is procreation. Okay. It's procreation um, to get, more little use all right to get more little us's around okay <laughs> <laughs> that's the primary the primary reason now god being gracious and loving and so faithful he attached amazing feelings along with it to make sure that you would run back to the place to get more little use and little us's okay one of the issues that we have now in in modern society it's not just modern society it's been it's been since since then is that we chased the pleasure more than God's purpose. Okay. So, so we, we, we have that God attached the pleasure onto it. Um, the other, one of the other reasons that, that we don't, that we don't look at, we don't, we don't, we don't pay attention to is that inside of, um, inside of sexual intercourse, it's just that intercourse. It is the intertwining of two courses. Um, it, it's, it's designed that, that the two would become one. It's one of the agents that aid in it, that aid in, uh, in the two becoming one, the husband and wife becoming one. Um, so that's, that's just, that's just the basis. And let's talk about, let's talk about this thing because, because, okay, we know that it, it, the ideal is that it's supposed to be one, one man, one wife, um, both virgins given to themselves, giving themselves to each other in holy matrimony, and they they learn sex together, they enjoy sex together, and they live happily ever ever after. Here's the deal: that's not the case. Y'all quiet. That's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that's not that's not what we see a lot of in society. Mm-hmm. We don't see a lot of that. So we we have a lot of we have a lot of different contexts to deal with. All right. A lot of different contexts to deal with. Uh, last week, we were talking about how how abuse um, abuses um, in individuals, how it affects the sexual intimacy or the intimacy, but also the sexual intimacy. Um, so we want to look at some of the things we want to look at some of the things that, um, that, that, that God says about this. 
Let, let's let's talk about this. The the marriage bed is undefiled. Now, on first glance, um, um, I've heard this said that whatever you do inside of the marriage bed, then that's fine. It's good. Like you can, as long as you're married, it's happening in your bed. It's happening in your bedroom. Then it's good. Is that what God meant? Hmm. Because if that's the case, if that is the case, if that's the case, um, does God take into consideration health? So when we talk about things, we talk about things like, um, we talk about things like, um, and, and we're just going to deal, okay, real plain. We talk about things like anal sex, right? We talk about anal sex. You're talking about um, running the risk of, of transmitting um, bacteria Disease. to each other. Okay. So does God sanction that? Does he sanction that? Does he sanction us running the risk of the risk of many people now are not are not just are not doing just oral sex vaginally. Many people now are engaging in oral sex anally. Does God sanction that? So we have to look we have to look now. We have to look now from a purified lens now. OK, so let's talk about last time we were talking about about how if we weren't sexually compatible. Right. Like like if if I was a little wilder and you a little more more, you know, reserved, then how do we get you know, how do we get on the same plane? Um, <clears throat> let, let's let's talk about some of the uh, about some of the the origins of of what it is we talk about now here's here's one of the deals one of the scriptures says this it says proverbs 4 and 23 says guard your heart with all diligence right for out of it flows all of the issues of life meaning meaning that that your heart is the control center and the purity of your heart determines how purely you engage in the world that you live in whether it be marriage, whether it be children, whether it be work, whether it be ministry. So I think that we have to start from a place of a purity of heart, allow, um, allow the word to purify our hearts, allow, um, and, 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 and as a gardener to keep our hearts pure, right. To keep our hearts pure so that what comes out of it, not just, not just, not just what we do, but the desires that come out of it, right. The desires now are rooted inside of the boundaries of godliness. Now, am I saying that, that you're not supposed to swing from chandeliers? No, if you want to do that, then swing. All right. Um, what I am saying is that there are some things, there are some things that I believe, I believe that we need to take into consideration. Um, let's talk about 2020. Um, we, we, again, we talk to many married couples and we do a lot of premarital counseling. And so we run into, we run into issues of threesomes, introducing someone else into into your sexual encounter we run into whether masturbation is wrong uh we run into um um what about pornography is pornography wrong or is it right and so we want to deal with a couple of those things right want to deal with 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 um of course from a, strip, a scriptural basis but also we want to deal with it um from how how these things affect affect um the marriage let's talk about um let's talk about um Let's talk about masturbation. Let's talk about masturbation, right? Um, what do you think? Is is masturbation is it wrong? I mean, because now now it's being taught. It's being taught in schools yeah. and by and by oh, physicians gosh. that yeah. you know and, and some and I say schools and physicians, but some ministers yeah. say that, you know, you need to go ahead and go ahead and, and you know and and yeah, learn explore. what you like. Yes, learn yeah. what you like and and okay okay i just asked her a question but i'm gonna answer first and then i'm gonna let her ask it 
so so here's here's <laughs> here's the deal. Here's here's what here's what here's what I think, and then she'll correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, there's a there's a scripture that says that Jesus said he said I know you've heard it said that if you sleep with someone then you've committed adultery, but he said this I I, I but I say to you this he ups the ante he says if you look on a woman, if you look on a woman to lust after her, then you've all in my book you've already committed adultery. Right. So if we're talking about if we're talking about let's join this whole deal about masturbation and pornography because oftentimes they go hand in hand. There isn't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't spoken to anyone that has ever watched pornography and hasn't engaged in masturbation, right? We, we, you don't, you don't hear that. You don't hear that, right? <clears throat> so, so, so let's, let's talk about this whole deal from a, bil- a biblical point of view. In order, many times they, many times individuals watch pornography to get a visual, an right. image, right? Because you need something to stimulate you. Right. To arouse you. And so and so pornography now is is if we look at it biblically, pornography is is committing adultery. Whether you're married or not. Yes. Whether you're married or not. Of course. Yeah. It's it's not just it's not just like, well, you know, I'm single. You know, I'm not married. I'm not hurting anybody. It's just me and my. No, no, no. According according to according to our our Constitution, the Bible. Jesus said, Jesus said, if you look on, so now this, now this, this is a thing that opposes pornography and not just, not just individuals watching it, but, but there are many instances where couples watch it together. Yeah. Several. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Christian couple. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, you remember this, there's a, there's a friend of ours that used to work, um, in a, used to manage a hotel and, <laughs> yeah. and and the individual says said that that they could tell when a religious church convention a convention came came to their hotel because the X-rated movies um rentals skyrocketed yeah. and the the amount of sex toys that were left over um were in abundance and that was because of that was a result of a religious conference that came to the hotel so we have to look at the fact that that pornography and and illicit sex, sexual activities are running rampant, not in the world, but in the church, mm-hmm. in the church. There's statistics that say that say between 50 and 70 percent of married men um, admit to watching pornography and between 30 and 40 percent of married women admit to watching pornography. Now, now think about this. Think about this. Oh, we're not hurting anybody. We just, that's just how, you know, I explore myself. But here's the deal. You're introducing another image into your marriage. So you may not have physically been with, with, with someone. You may not have physically engaged in a threesome or a foursome or whatever. But if, but if you, if we, if you watch pornography and, and this is no, this is no judgment because, because, because the blood is for that too. Okay. So we're not, we're not judging, but we're, 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 we're peeling back the curtain on on it and and really and really looking at how it affects how first of all how God looks at it and then how it affects the marriage and so and so when you do that you literally are in are introducing someone else to your marriage you introduce someone else to your marriage so let's 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 ask this now let's 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 ask this question so how does how does how does pornography and one and an individual a spouse um engaging in in masturbation how does it affect that unit how does it affect the marriage? How does pornography and one spouse engaging in it? Yes. Uh huh. 
affect the marriage? Affect the marriage. How does it affect the unit that you're trying to the two becoming one? It can it can it can affect it in um a few ways. Um if it is the husband that is um engaging in it, the wife could feel um like she's inadequate. Mm, right. Or, you know, like she doesn't is, measure up. Yeah, she doesn't measure yeah. up. She's not attractive. She cannot um arouse him. Mm-hmm. She cannot sexually satisfy him, so he needs to do it himself. Mm-hmm. Um or she's just not attractive enough. Mm-hmm. Um so he has to use a different visual mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. um satisfy himself and so that can bring a bit of insecurity in her Mm -hmm. it can bring a bit of um division a a lot of division in the marriage it can bring um yeah just self-doubt and just you know all kinds of of insecurities insecurities for her when she looks at herself in the mirror and you know her body and all of that on the flip side if she is engaging in it and he is not Mm -hmm. the same thing happens he could be Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's going to give him a sense of, okay, I cannot satisfy her. Mm-hmm. She is feeling the need to do this herself. Sure. So I cannot satisfy her. And so he looks at himself as what's wrong with me. And then he could, you know, be going out, both of them could yeah. be going out, doing all of this extra stuff yeah, unnecessarily yeah, yeah. Right. to try and measure up, um, you know, in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, trying stuff, watching stuff, doing yeah, all this extra yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. that nobody yeah. wants. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> because yeah, yeah. they're trying to measure up and please the spouse that is engaging in this um, masturbation and watching this pornography um, at the expense of the husband, at the expense of the wife. Yeah. And then the worst case scenario is the enemy uses the seeds of insecurity and and low self-esteem and all Mm. that that's planted. Mm -hmm. He uses those seeds. He cultivates those seeds. Um, He waters those seeds with individuals at work, individuals at church, individuals in the neighborhood, individuals at the gym that happen to see how lovely that wife is. Wait, wait, hold on before you, and not just that, because this is, this is what's going on now. Not just that, but they also turn to family members and sometimes children. So you have now you have these individuals who are who are who are broken, insecure, and now they turn they turn to molestation to gain this control back. So now you you see you see individuals who are who are in pedophilia, you know, pedophiles and all that. Um, and, 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 And it stems from it stems from insecurity. Some of it, it stems from insecurity. So they feel they feel they're already feeling broken and rejected and all and all this. And now and and so they can't be they can't please. They can't please an adult. They can't be pleased by it. So now they turn and it's a it's a it's a spirit. It's a spirit of perversion that that is introduced by by, like you said, these these activities that that weren't realistic in the first place. Right. And then adultery. Adultery has the uh, potential to creep in. And that husband or that wife is sitting in a situation that they never intended to be in, um, never wanted to be in, never desired to be in. But because they felt um, less than by a spouse. um, And, you know, this woman here compliments 
the way I look when I walk into work. Right. She noticed me. Um, notices me. Notices me. Yeah. Notices me. Yeah. 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 Not my performance. Right. Notices no, me. me. Yeah. Yeah. She sees me, um, and I feel wanted. Mm-hmm. She uh, notices me, and I feel um, attractive. And so I find myself looking for her when mm-hmm. I walk into work. Positioning myself. Yes, not letting her know, but I yeah, find yeah, myself yeah. looking for her. I mm-hmm. find myself looking for him. I all of a sudden want to go to the gym. Right. You know, I all of a sudden am excited to walk around the block to pass, you know, John Baker's house, you know, positioning myself around the individual who is going to um validate me physically my my physical appearance appearance and then in conversation stimulate me mentally which turns into um stimulating me emotionally and before you know it i'm in the middle of an emotional affair and then staying in that emotional affair and not checking it when I know that I am letting this secretary at the job way too close to my personal space. I'm letting John, Mr. Baker, you know, around the block way too close to my, the intimate me. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So not checking that emotional affair, not checking that, I like the way he pays attention to me, the way he talks to me, the way he just notices me. I like the way she is concerned about me every day. She, you know, did you eat? I'm going out to get something to eat. She, right. You know, she thinks about me and how hard I'm working, right. you know, at the day, not checking that and not checking the feelings that I feel on the inside, knowing. Right. Because the Holy Spirit is going to give you a check. Knowing, mm. hey, the Holy Spirit whispers it every time. Hey, listen, you, you, that's, you, that's inappropriate. Right. It's not, you shouldn't be talking to her like that. Right. You, you shouldn't know, be yeah, talking to him like that. You know, it's going too far. You shouldn't, you know, what you shouldn't be allowing yeah. him to talk to yeah. you like that. You shouldn't be allowing her to talk to you like that. You're married. This is not going to end up well. Ignoring that long enough will turn that emotional affair into a physical a affair physical, yeah. and an affair is an affair adultery is adultery emotional yeah. or physical it's all the same yeah you know which oh it was just emotional affair no it's all the same yeah it's adultery you you let her in you let him into a space that is reserved specifically for your wife and only for your husband okay so if it's not checked it turns into physical um adultery yeah. and that physical adultery can can reproduce uh, consequences. Tear up a family. Tear up a family. Introduce a new family. Introduce a new family. It yeah. it it can just really be Pandora's box, and um, it's not what you want. It's it's just not worth it. So, um, pornography is just not worth it. And then the other thing is that you can find yourself. You know, the stuff that goes on in, in these films, it's not real life. Okay, so that's what... It, all right, I'm glad you said that. That's exactly what I want to talk about. You're like, it's nobody's doing that. It's presenting a false... <laughs> yeah. 
gold. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk adults. Who who wants like for real? Like in like real life. Who wants who wants really to be just just slammed up against for seven hours? <laughs> like that's not that's not that's not attractive. Yeah, it's not attractive. It's not. It's nobody's doing this stuff. Yeah, you know no, that they're doing. You're not. You're not. And 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 here's the deal. Here's the deal. You have to. You have to take into consideration that 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 what what God intended to be a, a very um beautiful thing. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Just um amazingly pure. Yeah. Um act. When when the imagination of man got a hold to it, yeah, oh my, twisted. you have you have you introduce tools and yeah, and yeah. utensils and animals, yeah. bestiology, like yeah. like you have all of this stuff. When when you talk about the ima- the evil imagination, the unchecked imagination of man gets a hold of something, and so and so when you talk about this whole pornography deal, you're talking about you're talking about the enemy setting false goals of intimacy. Right. Um, I heard a, I heard a I heard a definition um, or I heard an individual. Um, um, it was actually a man talk about um, uh, or give a definition of 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 his engagement in pornography. He was saying that it was it was he viewed it as intimacy without judgment. Now, now that sounds crazy and it sounds like that's not intimacy at all. And it's not. But look at how he looked at it. Um, I, I stopped for a moment. I thought about it. You're talking. It, it's obviously an individual who has who has been dealing with insecurities. He's been dealing with, because because men now. Let's let's talk about. Now I don't know about women. I don't know what y'all do in locker rooms and stuff and PE and all that. But men have this deal where they where they try to quote unquote measure up. Okay, um, they try to measure up uh, um, uh, who's the most powerful. Okay, who can who can last the longest and all that. And and quite frankly, the issue of size mattering. All of this has been introduced, right? And so and so, if an individual falls short in any of those categories, then there's a level of shame or embarrassment to allow. Um, a, uh, his wife to see him or experience him because what now if he doesn't measure up uh, to this false standard? And so what do you do? You turn to false intimacy with no judgment. This young lady or these young ladies on this film, they'll never ever make fun of how small you are. They'll never make fun of how long you last or don't. They'll never ever, you know, make fun of your gut or your love handles or anything like that. Um, and, and, and so you feel like you are, according to this gentleman, he, feel, he felt like he was accepted how he was. <laughs> And and again, again, when we I, I hate to go back to the ideal, but but again, the ideal, the I, there's so much safety in the ideal because because like we spoke about on the last episode with, with intimacy, if I if I if I've never had um, any previous experiences, um, in, in sexual experiences, um, then my wife would be the best that I've ever had. Right. If 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 if. If you have never ever had um, any previous experiences, oh my goodness, your husband would be the best that you have ever had, and that's how it was supposed to be. But when we introduce options, when we introduce options, then that's where we get into the issue. So, so you're talking about this whole issue of false, of false images of of intimacy, and I, what I really think it is, I really think it's a battle between love and lust. 
I think it's a battle between love and lust. Um, one of the issues about love uh, about love is that love gives, right? Love, love is love always views the object of its love, right? It's fulfillment. It's it's the it's betterment, right? Lust is the thing that always takes, and it can never ever be satiated. It goes into any interaction, seeing what it can get at any at any cost, at any cost. And so when you and so when you step outside of God's confines, now you're dealing you're stepping outside of outside of love and into now into out now an arena of forbidden, um, insatiable, selfish lust. And so now it's not about it's not about your wife. It's not about your husband anymore. Um, it's about the only time that that that, you know, <laughs> this I'm going to tell on some of you married people. The only time that that your leg touches her leg in the middle of the night is when is when you want something. Never, ever really, really considering whether 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 your spouse wants something or not. Right. OK, so let's let's move on because we have a few minutes. So I want to I because I do want to touch something. Um, um, Let's talk about what about individuals? One of one of the one of the one of the vows in marriage is for better, or for worse. Right. Uh, when you get married, you never ever know what's going to happen in the marriage. You never know um, that one that the spouse is gonna um, uh, is gonna be in a car accident, or is gonna you know be paralyzed, or um, have a stroke, or anything like that. You don't know um, lose a limb or something like that, right? So let's say this happens. How then do you do you satiate, like lawfully satiate? Um, not just satiate your spouse's your spouse's sexual needs, but also yours. Now, now let me let me let me let me um, preface it by saying this. The and I looked this up. I was actually looking this up that that in 2018, the the sex toy industry was a surprising booming 25 billion dollar industry. Just, just the sexual toy industry alone was a was a twenty five billion dollar industry. Now, when it as it pertains to introducing um, sexual toys into the marriage, right? Um, that gets a little hairy. What do you think, my beautiful wife? I'm gonna pass this on. <laughs> I don't think um, toys in the marriage is a problem. I don't think it's a problem. For those couples that, um, you know, want to add that to their to their um, marriage, because there are some individuals like a really close friend of mine um, whose husband had a stroke Mm -hmm. and that stroke caused there to be some um, just some some side effects, some problems um, for him. And so sexually for them, it was life was everything was different. Everything was different. And so when his um, ego and his, you know, just his thoughts would run away with him and, and, you know, feeling like, you know, this is his lot in life and he's never going to be able to please his wife again and, and, you know, all this stuff starts going through their mind they have options where he can um still sexually satisfy his wife Mm. um even if 
he's not able to do it with his body, even mm. if he's not able to um, do it with his body. Mm. Um, and so I don't I don't think toys are an issue if the husband and wife agree to include that in their marriage. Um, I know, you know, the whole toy world is pretty extensive. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure that there are some things that are probably really out there wild and crazy. Um, but again, that husband and, and wife would have to look at, you know, their options and look at what's out there and determine what would work best for them and their marriage. But I don't think toys should be used in replace of okay, yeah. to um, not, yeah. replace the spouse or to replace, you know what I mean? So, right. you know, he's using this toy or whatever and she's nowhere around. She's using this toy and he's nowhere around. I don't, I don't think that's good. Um, I don't think that's good because that can cause, that could cause problems. But if they're, if they are choosing to add it to their marriage, just for, you know, their own personal, whatever spice or whatever, or for medical reasons, because one of them have, um, some type of, you know, medical situation that, um, that prohibits them from from performing to their best um, in the bedroom for their spouse, Mm -hmm. then I don't think there's anything wrong with adding, um, you know, toys if they agree to it. Again, I'm not talking about like, you know, the crazy stuff, you know, that's like dolls and stuff like, like like they have like, like there are whole people. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. Because, and and the reason I say, the reason I say that is the reason I say that is, because it's happening. And, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the little stimulants, the little. Okay, right, right, you know right. I'm talking about. Um, right. I don't know what they're called. The little stimulants, right. the little bullets. That's what it's called. Bullets and and With vibrators. Yeah, and vibrators, yeah. rabbits, and so the, the various stimulators that are used for. Um, there's a ring. There's some kind of ring okay. um, thing that that is used for the male, mm-hmm. and I think it will help him to keep an erection. Mm-hmm. And it also has like a little something that stimulates the wife, okay. um, the the clitoral part of the wife's mm-hmm. vagina. So if he's struggling with um, keeping an erection right. or right. or if he's um, ejaculating too quickly right. and, you know, she's left and they're struggling in that area, that little tool can help them. You right. know, that can, you know what I mean? Kind of possibly prolong their um intimacy yeah Yeah. their their time of intimacy um and possibly allow her to um you know reach full full um yeah yeah, Yeah, yeah. the height of her her um her climax before he yeah does if he's having issues um with premature ejaculation so i'm talking about things like that the different um just the different supplements so, like that. so you so are you are you saying then are you saying then that that it's okay if they are supplements yeah to their sexual experience and yeah. not the main diet yeah I, I think it's okay to have supplements i i actually encourage supplements i encourage um married couples who are open to that to mm-hmm. have um healthy supplements healthy supplements as long as it's something that he and she agree to mm-hmm that they both agree to healthy supplements. I don't think um, there's anything wrong with that at all. As long as they both agree to it and they understand this is not, you know, to replace 
anyone anything this is not to be used privately this is not mm. for just private personal you know whatever mm. this is to enhance you know our marriage bed or to um help the um medical condition that our marriage bed is dealing with at you okay. know at this time okay yeah mm. y'all ain't never heard this before huh <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. That's really. what I think. That's what no, I think. No. I don't, you know, I, I know there, there, there are a lot of ministers who, you know, think, oh my God, you know, you're going to hell with yeah. gasoline draws on, you know, when it comes to, um, healthy supplements and healthy toys and things of that sort in the marriage bed. I disagree with that. I think that there are some that can be good tools. Like I explained, you know, yeah. they're, there are quite a few people that are dealing with medical issues, male and female. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, they're, yeah. they're yeah. dealing with stuff in their bodies. They're dealing with things, but they still want to be able to um, sexually satisfy their spouse. And those, some of those toys, the healthy toys, healthy supplements, mm -hmm. allow them to do that. Allow them to have a, um, a quality, I guess, maybe not the right word to say, but yeah, no, yeah. A, a satisfying uh, mm -hmm. intimate experience with their spouse. So so let's so let's let's um as we because we could go on about this but but we're not going to hold you long here here's so here's what I I suggest and you give me your suggestion I I think that I think that individuals in married married spouses should should first of all that you should talk about your sexual experience yeah. I think you don't need to just let it happen. Well, we're just going to fall in the bed and we're right. just going to whatever comes out. Then it's going to, no, no, no. I think you need to talk about yeah, it. I think definitely you need to need talk to have about, a conversation it. about it. And, and, and here, and here's the, here's an, another thing about another aspect of, of sex is that there's a science to it. And there are people that have gone to school for it. Now I'm not talking about that. You lead you against, against your core values, but there are people that have gone to school for it and know how the body works um, um, and you may need to, you may need to, um, um, discover, not discover, research, um, research the same way that you do with your finances or that you do with any other part of your marriage that needs to be, there needs to be, there needs to be attention paid to it, paid to it. Because let me, let me say this, just because you're not talking about it does not mean that it's not affecting you. Right. Because some of us wake up mean and you don't even know why, why you mean. And it may be because there is some sexual tension that's not being relieved. And some are dealing with medical issues. Yes. And and because the medical yes. issues are so severe, it's like, just let's not talk about it. But that's not going to help anything. Because it affects you psychologically. Yeah. So it's yeah. like just a touchy subject, right. subject, let's not talk about it. But you and your spouse are on the same team. Absolutely. Right. And there are yes. so many ways around medical issues. Yes. There are yeah. so many ways around, you know, premature ejaculation and whatever yes. the case may be, whatever's going on yes. in your marriage bed. There's so many ways around it. And sometimes um, the the healthy supplements, the, the healthy mm -hmm. toys, the, the bullets and rabbits and, sure. and, and, you know, vibrators and whatever can assist with that. Right. And can get both of you back on a on a happy page, on a good medium mm -hmm. um, if you are both open to it yeah but you don't know if you don't talk about it and and in talking about it let me say this let me say this also that i think that i think that many many of your of of your physical um issues and performance 
may have a root psychologically, whether it be in abuses or, or like we, we were talking about earlier, insecurities or fears. And that may be worth that may be worth seeing a counselor over. Yeah. Because if you can get over some of the mental issues and some of the mental blocks and you can do it, you may need to do it individually or together. Um, but there are some things that 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 may need that you may need to conquer in your head first. Because if you don't conquer it in your head, you will not conquer it in the bed. That was good. You should tweet that. Um, <laughs> you, you honestly though, there's some there's some psychological things, there's some mental things, honestly that that seriously happen, and and you are traumatized by them. Yeah. And 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 you adapt to life by forgetting that they happen. But that doesn't mean that the effect isn't following you around. It is affecting how how you how you entertain individuals and relationships, and so. And so if if there if you have been abused or if there have been any issues or 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 any any issues from the past um, childhood or even in other relationships, domestic violence, um, um, verbal, physical, um, if there have been any issues there, there could very well be some mental and emotional blockages, some blockages that you have. So. So um, I, we encourage you to go not just talk with each other and not just pray with, you, with each other, but also seek out counseling. Absolutely. Those are because there are counselors that are who specialize who's, in that specialize. Yeah. Right. That specialize in that sort of trauma and that sort of sexual healing. Absolutely. All right. I think that's all you can handle for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, yeah. it, it, it's been it's been amazing. And here, here's what we want to leave you with. Um, if you have any questions, any comments, any 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 prayer requests, any prayer requests, like because yeah. this is this is very, very sensitive. Yeah, it's very touching. Um, yeah. and, and you you want us to touch and agree with you and pray with you about it. you'll never, ever hear this stuff in the street. I promise you, yeah. you'll never we don't talk about we don't, we're not going to put your stuff out there. But if you if you need prayer or if you need advice concerning something or or pointing toward counselor, yeah, um, yeah. Um, inbox us, email us. Um, let us know because we want to see the whole marriage healed right. and we don't want you to be really, really good financially and really, really good in career and then not, not work here. You can inbox us at www.anchor.fm forward slash BTV for beyond the veil. There's a little button that says message. You can send us a message and um, leave us your email address, your name, your number. We'll contact you and we'll, we will um, help you uh, if needed, or you can send us an email uh, info at the green h group.com so info at the green like the color the letter h group info at the green h group.com all right listen it has been amazing tonight uh we had a blast uh we we hope that you have learned something gained something tonight and we will see you right here next week on behind the veil bye-bye bye-bye mm-hmm.